One important thing to have in our lives is friends, friendship. Friendship is very important to have. And I'm not talking Facebook friends, not talking Facebook friends. You know, Facebook, friend, Facebook friends, you could say, would you be my friend? And then someone logs on. I'm not talking about that kind of friendship. That's not, that, that's not really true friendship in which you can interact with the person. Talking true friendship. Friendship is not, would you be my friend? And the person says, yes. Friendship just happens. It just happens. Where you meet someone, you start talking, you have interests, you like the person, the other person likes you, you begin sharing about yourself, they begin sharing about themselves, so it's mutual. And then, and then you begin doing things together, doing fun things together, you enjoy each other's company. You know, friends, they, they have sleepovers together, where you sleep over your friend's house, you have dinner, and you do things together. And it's very important for the spiritual life to have friends. Did Jesus have friends? Not just his apostles, but did he have friends? Yes, he did. And his three friends were the three saints that we celebrate today, Martha, Mary, and Lazarus. These were friends of Jesus. Jesus enjoyed their company. Jesus and the apostles would, would go to their house often and spend time there. And Jesus would even have a sleepover at his friend's house. He would enjoy the conversation at the table. He would love Martha's cooking. That's why he kept going, coming back. Martha must have been a fantastic cook because they kept coming back and the apostles kept coming back to them. So there was something there about the friendship of Jesus with Martha, Mary, and Lazarus, they were friends. They enjoyed each other's company. They were with each other. They spent time together. That's important in a friendship. You have to spend time together with your friend. And in the gospel today, Jesus' friend Lazarus dies. And even though Jesus is the son of God, sometimes he allows human nature to just go its course. He allowed death. Sometimes you say, God, why don't you stop this? Why don't you stop this evil, this death, this sickness? Sometimes God allows it for his greater glory. And so Jesus even allowed his friend Lazarus to die, to pass away. But then he comes into the village of Bethany where Martha and Mary are at. And then Martha Martha is always the active one. You know, if, if you look at the two temperaments between, between Martha and Mary, Martha is the extrovert. Martha is always the one who's doing something. And it's not bad. Some people are, you know, some people talk as they think. You ever meet people like that? That they talk as they think? Like they're trying to think something out and they're talking and sometimes they're not making sense because they're so extroverted, they just have to get it out. And that's Martha. Mary, on the other hand, is an introvert. She's more introverted. She won't talk as she thinks. She'll think first. And then maybe she'll do an action. But she's more passive. She's more introverted. 
And that was her personality. It's not one is better than another. Sometimes we think, oh, an extrovert is better than an introvert. No, they're just different. You have introverts, you have extroverts. All of our temperaments are a little bit different. We need to honor that with inside ourselves and, and with other people, that temperaments are different. Temperaments are different. You're going to have people that are more contemplative, more reserved, and you need people like that. And then you're going to have more people that are more active, more doing, that are leaders, and you need people like that. And so Martha, she goes out to meet Jesus. And she says, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. But she says, but even now, I know that whatever you ask of God, God will give you. And then they have a conversation about resurrection. And Jesus says, your brother will rise. Martha says, I know he will rise in the resurrection on the last day. And then Jesus says, I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me, even if he dies, will live. And anyone who lives and believes in me will never die. And then Jesus solicits faith out of Martha. Do you believe this? Martha sometimes gets a bad rap in the gospel. Here is Martha at her best. I always love Martha because I, I like working in the kitchen. So I love Martha. And she's, so she says, yes, Lord, I have come to believe that you are the Christ. The Christ means the Messiah, the Son of God, the one who is coming into the world. Martha elicits her faith, her belief in Jesus as the Messiah, the Son of God. And it's from Martha's faith that then Jesus does what seems to be impossible. He then goes into the tomb and by his word raises Lazarus from the dead after three days. I don't know about you, but I've never been to a funeral in which the dead person rose from the dead. Have you ever been to a funeral like that? Raise your hand if any of you have seen that. Think about that. If you were Martha or Mary and you saw that with your eyes, you would remember it. John remembered it because he recorded it in the gospel. You would remember a funeral if someone came in like Jesus and by his word raised the person out of the tomb, out of the casket. You would remember that. That would be something startling. That would be something you would tell all your friends about. You would go on Facebook and Twitter and you would, you would be taking pictures with your phone. You'd be sending it out to the entire world telling people about this miracle, about this, this Jesus who has power over death itself. And you would come to believe like Martha and Mary and the power of Jesus Christ. He is the Son of God because you've seen it with your own eyes. It's right there. And so Jesus elicits that faith out of us. And that faith that's elicited out of us, it doesn't matter our temperament. We could be active. We could be like a kitchen worker, a restaurant worker like Martha, who's, who's a doer. Or we could be like Mary, very contemplative, likes to read books, you know, likes to kind of stay in the background, maybe is not the leader, but is the follower, and still have that faith in Jesus Christ 
You know, it says in the spiritual life, we need both what's called the contemplative and the active. The contemplative is where you go before the Lord and you pray and you receive from the Lord. So contemplative is like this. You're saying, okay, Lord, I'm here. And do with me what you will. Your will be done. And then you have to stay there and listen. And you have to stay there. And nothing may happen. And you may fall asleep. You may be bored to death because you're not doing anything. For a person who's active, you'll be bored to death. For a person who's more contemplative or introverted, you're going to love it. Because you love the silence, the peace, staying before the Lord. Each one of us needs that contemplative dimension in our life. We need to pray. We need to know that it's not all about us, but it's about Jesus. It's about the Spirit and what Jesus gives to us and Jesus filling us. But at the same time, we do need the active life, the apostolic in which we're doing things. We're doing things, building up the kingdom of God. We're evangelizing. So we're, we're, we're not just taking a back seat, but we're doing something to spread the gospel. Even if it's just in our prayers, we're praying for other people, we're sacrificing for other people, like they do in convents and monasteries. That's more their, say, their active dimension, even though they're contemplatives. So we always need this kind of contemplative, active dimension in our spirituality to help us. The contemplative gives us the energy to do the activity, the apostolic. But then the apostolic, if you do too much of the apostolic, too much of the active, and you're burned out, you need to go back to the contemplative. You need to have your batteries recharged because you can only do so much of the active, and then you need to go back to the contemplative, for the contemplative to feed you, and then the contemplative then helps you with the active. And the two are constantly working together in our lives. The prayer, and then the activity. And then the activity leads us back to the prayer. And then the prayer gives us the energy to do the activity, and they're both working together. And that's what we see in the lives of Martha and Mary. That, that's why they're, they're ideal models, ideal models of the spiritual life. Behind it all is faith. To have the contemplative dimension of our life, we need faith. To have the active dimension of our life, we need faith. And faith is a gift of the Holy Spirit. If you don't have faith, or you're wavering in your faith, or you have doubt, just pray the Holy Spirit, pray for the gift. Just be honest. Say, I, I don't know. I'm doubting. I don't know what I really believe. I don't know if I believe everything that the Catholic Church teaches. I'm struggling. Say, oh, Holy Spirit, give me the gift of faith. Just pray for it. Pray for it and keep praying for it. You'll know when you have it. You will know when you have it. When the Holy Spirit comes down, you know it. 
You know it, because there will be no doubt. The Holy Spirit will enlighten your mind, will inflame your heart, will purify your soul, will give you a hunger and thirst for the Word of God and a great love for the person of Jesus Christ. But it's a gift. It's a gift that we, we have to pray for. So let us today honor these three great saints, Lazarus, Martha, and Mary. Ask for their intercession and ask for that gift of faith and the one living Lord Jesus Christ, the Son of God. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Are you enjoying this podcast? I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit divinemercyplus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's divinemercyplus.org. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.